everyone? Hey, how you doing? It's Matt Sella. Today, we are doing a spoiler talk review for DuckTales Season 3, Episode 15, dubbed New Gods on the Block. Joined with me via satellite radio is my good friend, Mark, as always, excited to be here. How you doing out there, Mark? I don't want to alarm you, Matt, but I think I might be a god. Oh my, you're a god? What godly powers do you have bestowed upon you? I don't know. I just know life is tough. It's tough to be a god. So I kind of just figured by proxy, you know, I must be divine and it must be my birthright. So you're welcome. And it seems this time the stars have aligned for you to join this review. Lucky you. Well, Mark, I say let's get started into this review. Now, what is this episode, New Gods on the Block, all about? Well, the episode kicks off where after failing a mission, the kids fear that Scrooge will replace them with a more competent team. Feeling depressed, suddenly the appearance of Storkules and Selene revealed that Zeus has been stripped of his godhood due to his recklessness and are now looking for someone to take his place. And so to cheer up the kids, Della convinces Selene to give the kids a shot at being gods, each of them auditioning with their own unique power. Meanwhile, Donald is getting ready for his second date with Daisy, but unfortunately, Storkules comes in as a third wheel ends up driving her away. With Zeus so gung-ho again his godhood back, he devises a plan to unleash a titan to see if he could prove his worth to get his power back, which in turn causes Della and Scrooge to try to stop this titan, whereas Huey, Dewey, Louie, and Webby are still feeling a bit down failing their audition and wondering if they could even be worth helping out Scrooge in this epic showdown. And that is generally the synopsis for this episode. And if it sounds a little jumbled the way I say it, that's because we're recording late at night and I I'm tired. Anywho, Mark, why don't you let the fine folks know what were your takeaways from this episode? What worked for you? What didn't work for you? Well, Matt, I'm glad you asked. Uh, I'd have to say for me personally, I think this structurally was, at least by comparison, the superior of the two episodes if we compare it to last week's. There was a lot going on, yes, but I didn't. I never felt like it would benefit from being double episode so much as it just maybe could have been refined a little more in some areas. I like We talked about a Huey's confidence in himself in episodes past and just him doing the audition and be like, yeah, but what power? Like, do you want? Just like, oh, I knew I forgot something. That was funny. I like Daisy and Donald's date. I actually really think this is the probably the best incarnation of their relationship I've ever seen. And honestly, I really love Daisy in this version too. She really comes across more as a character than just sort of a caricature in many ways. Uh, Zeus is still funny. I forget. you. He was voiced by Michael Chiklis, right? That is correct. That is the voice of Zeus. I completely forget that every time but it, he does crack me up actually as zeus it's really funny just imagining the thing you know as zeus but um more than just zeus of course you did mention we get a titan who if i had to describe kind of looks like a cross between like the earth titan and the ice titan from hercules maybe mixed with Groot. if that makes any sense for any of you out there who haven't seen the episode yet but if you haven't i don't really know why you're watching a review this is a spoiler review we're talking about the episode but yeah no i thought the titan design was fun and very interesting i like hades i like hades on a good day but like i don't know i thought this incarnation we see in this episode was actually really funny and you were in uh, other members of the Greek pantheon were sort of name dropped and mentioned and we're both kind of hoping that we actually kind of see more of them as and as well as Hades right Matt yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've seen quite a few incarnations of Hades. Obviously, we're probably most familiar with Disney Hercules Hades. I am also familiar with Santa Monica's God of War series of Hades. 
And I haven't played the game yet, but there is a game called Hades. It's a really good game. And it's really popular, but I haven't played it. But I take it that's a good incarnation of Hades. Me personally, I've never seen Hades look like he came from a heavy metal cover. Really? I actually kind of like that, that he's kind of like this emo-ish metalhead guy. And <laughs> it kind of makes sense to me, given the fact that he's stuck in the underworld as far as lore goes. And so he kind of develops that like emo gothic appearance in a way. And I don't know. I thought that was actually kind of funny. I like that. We just need to get you to expose to more stuff that's inspired by Greek mythology. Got to got to play Hades. Got to go see Hades Town on Broadway. Gonna go have to read Lore Olympus on Webtoon. Maybe read the Percy Jackson book. Matt, there's so much Greek mythology out there. That's not just Hercules and James Woods. But dude, I gotta be honest with you. Greek mythology is so last century. Right now, it's all about that Norse mythology. Where have you been? I I what can I say? I I, I like I'm stuck in the 90s. Digging those classics. But back to the episode, I guess. Yeah, no, I, I think uh, just to reiterate, I just really like this version of Daisy. It's great having Tress McNeil still voicing her in this reboot. And um, yeah, just watching her face down a Titan, just ready to beat the crap out of it. That's <laughs> the most Daisy thing I could think of. I 100% agree with you on the assessment of Daisy. Like, like I blatantly admit, I don't know much about Daisy or her in- previous incarnations outside of maybe like the Mickey Mouse shorts or more accurately, the Donald Duck shorts. But I really do like how grounded Daisy Duck is in this universe. Like she's not a character trope. She's an actual character going through her own internal struggles and pursuit of happiness. Like, I remember one of my favorite parts, and it's a very short part, is when after her date went south and she just got in the car and left. When she's on the road, she's arguing with herself, saying like, you know what? I don't want to find myself in that kind of relationship where I got to clean up after Donald. But then she counters herself, saying like, but... (laughs) I get to be myself and not have to worry about it with him. Like I can be myself and we're both comfortable with it. And I like that eternal struggle. I I really feel like that humanized her in a sense. So yeah, I mean, I agree with you, Mark. I feel like this is a more compelling character, even if it's very simple, it's relatable. As far as my other opinions on this episode, generally speaking, I did enjoy it. I actually liked it a little bit better than the last episode. But what's funny about the last episode is ever since we kind of explored some of the character traits of Huey, Dewey, and Louie, well, less on Louie, with Dewey, the whole fact that he can really get through anything purely because of his confidence actually made his audition of being a god funnier. But as far as the other auditions go, if we kind of jump into this topic, Mark, is I felt like some of them were a little too quick, especially Huey's with the whole like hindsight ability. It was a funny route and I expected it to go that way. Like I like the whole fact that he was trying to save this one couple's relationship only to accelerate it outside of his intentions. <laughs> and the fact that he told this kid, saying like, you're going to become the chess master and no one's ever going to want to play you ever again. <laughs> I was like, man, that's me when I was trying to be the best at Smash Brothers back in grade school. (laughs) So it had fun little moments there, but the whole situation itself was very brief. I feel like Webby's probably had the longest audition duration, however you want to word that. And I kind of liked that she got really power hungry there. And I want to say that's in line of her character. I think so. But overall, I like the idea of the audition. I like the fact that Zeus was so gung-ho and trying to get his godhood back, but no one really saw him as a serious threat or that he can like cause things to like go awry. Like I remember the... (laughs) 
I don't remember who exactly failed to audition, but Della was consoling her child and Selena was like putting down notes or whatever. And Zeus tries to sneak away from the crowd, but they still notice him. But then they go back to what they were doing. Like, I feel like this episode had subtle little jabs and jokes in there that I actually thought were kind of clever. But the only criticism that I could have, aside from like generally enjoying this episode, the whole arc of trying to prove their worth to Scrooge to finally having that resolve at the end with the Titan, I like that. However, what initiated that conflict of Scrooge failing the mission and then going into the whole, oh, you know what? Maybe I got to create a new team for this mission exactly. I'm going to replace them with other people. I felt like that was a bit strange and a little out of character for Scrooge to kind of verbally say that around the kids. Like that didn't feel quite natural to me. I get why that had to happen so we could actually get the plot running. But as far as this incarnation of Scrooge McDuck, I thought that was a bit strange. Did you have any thoughts on that, Mark? I would also echo that came across as a bit strange and kind of contrived just to get the ball rolling. I think there could have been a more organic way of that happening with maybe just Scrooge visibly having doubt about, you know, the results of the mission and everything. The kids maybe kind of wanting to better themselves to help Scrooge rather than just Scrooge kind of blatantly saying it. And you know, it, it felt forced. I don't know. It got where, to where we needed to be. And I think the resolve, the resolution of it, I should say, worked really well but yeah it came across it came it was out of character to say the least but other than that i mean i thought it was a really fun episode i liked it a lot i thought the titan design was fun and well enough animated i don't think there were any standout moments in the animation for this episode but it was uh well done all around and uh it was actually kind of nice just having i i was surprised how much i liked having storcules back so I mean, win-win. For sure, dude. Well, you heard our opinion, but now we want to hear yours. Let us know in the comment section below, what did you think of this episode of DuckTales Season 3, Episode 15, New Gods on the Block? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Share your thoughts. Join the conversation. And as always, be sure to leave a like, share, subscribe, ring that bell to be notified when new videos drop. And if you want to support me directly, consider going to my Patreon or do a one-time donation at my Streamlabs. Links are in the description below. This is Matt Sella. This is Mark. Thanking you all for tuning in.